Hey there, bold, brave, and beautiful warriors. Thank you so much for joining us on our 100th podcast. How fabulous is that? That is so fierce, warriors. That is so fierce. We are so excited because Anchor has been amazing to podcast from, and we have other platforms, but this is Anchor where we started. Anchor FM, we're super excited that they um, have this great platform that we've been able to use. So we are at number 100, and thank you so much for joining us because Women Warriors is all about energizing, encouraging, equipping, empowering you, woman warrior, for your eternal purpose. And so at the 100th episode, I thought, what better guest, first guest, well, because we haven't had any for 99. I mean, between you and me and, and, and God here, that's what we've been talking to. So in that, for the first guest, I thought for the 100th episode, what better person to invite? Well, it's going to be a male. It's going to be my husband. My husband, yes, he is the male warrior of my life. Doug is his name, Lunginegger. And um, he's a fabulous man. I've been married to him for nearly nine years this year. Been I've known him since I was like probably 18, 19, 20-ish range. We can't recall. But I've been married to him the later half of my life and he's amazing and incredible. So without further ado, let's introduce my hubby, my hot, hunky hubby, better known, a.k.a. as the Incredible Hawk. All right, baby. Well, you're on the line with us. You are now podcasting. You are the 100th episode. How do you feel about that, baby? I feel great about that, Mindy. <laughs> you're my first guest on podcast here for Women of Warriors. I know that you're not a woman warrior. You love a woman warrior, but you are the male warrior. So in that, I just wanted to chat and have you be my first guest. And we really just wanted to talk about what's encompassing the warrior of her spirit, heart, mind, and body, or his spirit, heart, mind, and body. And I just wanted to get your version of the male version. Doesn't mean you speak for every man. We're not experts. We don't claim to be. We just are going to speak from our own two minds of what God's given us. So in that, Mr. Doug, I would like for you to really just share with everybody what's going on with you lately. What's going on with you in your spirit? Well, first of all, it's going to be awfully tough being the first guest for you to ever have a guest that is going to stand up to this, the bar I'm setting here today. Um, sorry. For so y'all know um, now that he's cocky and that's part no, of his spirit. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say I'm cocky. I would say I'm convinced. I'm not conceited. No, I'm just kidding. So my spiritual walk, like currently or, or like from. Yeah, over go ahead and start from your journey of that. Whatever. Be great. So I grew up in what I thought was a Christian ha- family. I mean, it was a Christian family, but not actively practicing. We went to church every Sunday and my parents were really generous givers my whole life. I really saw a lot of just giving of more financial, but just giving. And um, so I grew up going to church, wasn't into it at all, but knew I had to go every Sunday and then went on through life didn't go to church except for with my grandma. I'd always meet my grandma there, like when I was, before I went away to college. And then through college, no church, um, no church and marriage except Christmas and Easter, my first marriage. And then went through a horrible divorce and you sent me a Bible. And that kind of really started my true walk with Jesus, but it didn't change much at first. I mean, it's taken me 10 years now. And just over this last year with COVID and all the craziness in the world, it's really drove me to look into myself and what do I want out of life instead of kind of trying to conform with everything that's going on around us and getting caught up in it. And, you know, noticing that that was taking me farther away from God and you quite honestly. So I've just found that discipline, like I really always had great discipline and just physically exercising um, and setting my mind to something, but now I've just changed my focus and set my mind to, a simpler life. And I just believe if we follow Jesus, it is a simpler life. I mean, 
Jesus had nothing. He wanted for nothing other than just to be with people and, and help, right? Just be a servant. So just changing my whole attitude. I've always wanted for more. And, and now it's kind of peaceful, not wanting for anything. Can I just tell you how sexy all this is? I mean, I'm sorry. Well, let's women, pause this and is sexy. Why don't like you come we up love... downstairs. <laughs> I mean, women, this is it. Like we find men that love Jesus attractive. And if you don't know this, you just don't know this yet. But really we do. Men that are like sure and love God. Like that's so attractive. So this women, it's taken me, let's see, I was married almost 20 years before. Doug and I have been together nine years. Um, literally almost 30 years to find this. So don't like lose heart in this. God can do amazing miracles. And if I waited 30 years, y'all can wait a little longer too. If your man's not like that, but in that, let him have this podcast and be part of this podcast. And you can listen to that. So Doug, it was a discipline. It was a discipline. You walked your life, um, very much so that you were about, you're very much into material things as was I at one point, but you definitely were. So let's talk about that back then and how you lived for the world in the world. And now how you're going to try to live, just well, like, you know, a servant in the world. Yeah, I really look back to growing up, um, having a, a father that was financially very successful. And, you know, we never really lived any kind of lavish lifestyle, even looking back on it. Um, okay. But my dad always had, when he wanted something, he never looked at price. He got the best of everything. And I always looked at success as material success. That's how we're, I mean, I was marketed to we're all marketed. Yeah, I was conditioned yep. and throughout my whole career, it was success, success. And through my thirties, I mean, I achieved financial success in multiple homes, multiple cars, multiple toys. I mean, I'm, you name it, I had it and I had so much of it that even in my walk with you, Mindy, you've seen me leave by, behind thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars of stuff and just not even ask yes. for it back. I mean, I'm still doing that even to this day. I've left guns, a gun at a place. I mean, I have no interest in material things at this point in my life. And you left a whole wood shop once. I did. I mean, I was at least Supplies a 50,000. Yeah, my dad's, I mean, anyways. Um, and I always thought you were crazy. Just like pause for a moment. Like, I'm like, okay, wait, why are you leaving all your stuff there? Like, I never understood that. But you, you, you have, like it is. It's like you just walked away and wiped your hands clean of it and kind well, of really just blessed the people with it. Yeah. Oh, right. right. It's a burden. It's a burden. And I've just found that looking around even like even today uh just looking around my house i've been our house i've been continually getting rid of stuff and i just got a text back from the gym owner he's gonna you know purchase some of the stuff i'm trying to sell like i'm just it's just a relief to me and i've never lived this way in my life i've always been focused on whatever it so is what I was wanted. the switch what was the um, switch for you well, Mindy, after being in my thirties, having everything, you know, and right. then going from that to bankrupt, that was a rude yep. awakening on what am I doing? Like, just what was that right. all about? And I, even right. now, like, I feel like I could pretty much get whatever I wanted, but there's nothing I want. I'm very comfortable driving that minivan until the day it falls apart. And I, I don't know. I don't, I want to do you want to brag time. about your miles here. Cause you always do. Yeah, the miles I got, and the brake job. Yeah. 202,000 miles out of the original brakes in that van. I mean, I, I'm very much wanting to be able to be completely financial free and not even have the burden of a home in the future. And mm. I just feel like we're tied into the government, no matter how we look, we, we don't own our home. If we quit paying property taxes on it, they come and take it back. And depending on how the world ends up, this is just another material possession that we put way too much value in. And 
I want to downsize to the point where me and you can go and just be free. And I mean, our best memories are not of the things we bought or enjoyed together. It's, for me, it's waking up in the camper or waking up in that simple life and having the day to do however we want to spend it and not just trying to earn for the next thing. We've been so conditioned that we get this thing. It's great for a day. You do get pleasure. I mean, money can buy happiness, but it's very temporary. It turns right into a burden. And I mean, it spells it out clearly in the Bible how that works i mean so for me it's just simpler life more connection with you and just with the people around us i mean our community and uh i guess you know as i've told you a hundred times i mean there's no better time to spread the word than right now with the way the world is i mean anybody absolutely go ahead i'm sorry no i just think no i was just gonna yeah you go no go ahead i just think anybody we see wearing a mask is a perfect example of somebody we can touch and go anywhere today and you can find almost exclusively everybody masked up. And I think that's a sign of fear and conform conformation, mm. uh, conforming to the world. And we need to be speaking to these people and actually letting them reflect into themselves. So why, why am I doing these things? Why am I just following and not, you know, standing up for what is right, you know? So. Yeah. Absolutely. And so I just wanted to share um, with our listeners um, some of the Bible verses that you're speaking of. Um, and um, they come from Luke uh, 12, 22 through 34. So if you want to re- reference any of these, it's really just teaching about money and possessions. And it is so easy to get suck up, sucked up in the world of possessions and ownership. And, hey, I'm going to compete with the Smiths and Joneses. And we have best friends that are Smiths. And we definitely don't want to compete with them. But um, and that. Um, but, uh, you know, even for my own self, I was a shopaholic. And, I, and uh, 2020 woke me up to that. Like I came with you know, into our marriage with loving to shop and I have all kinds of collection. I can own a store with so much stuff that I have. Right. And, and no came, restrictions either. You know what I mean? On no restrictions. Right. Because you were so into material with um, objects too, that you at that point didn't really care. You're like, Oh yeah, this is the norm. Right. Correct. But you didn't, put, but not that you would want to put restrictions on me because that would be like a dictator, but that we should have that disgust about what, you know, in that, but, but, but it was just a different place I was in too, because I was in my first marriage for 20 years nearly. And I came from a very frugal man who was a workaholic, but yet everything was so tight in our budget that I, I had to hide my stuff. I had to hide my new purchases. So being married to you was the complete opposite. It was like, I was like a gate wide open freedom and got to spend and do whatever. And then I was like, I mean, I have literally hundreds of shoes. Uh, I have several closets full of clothes uh, and handbags and all these things. And so in that I had this wake up call of 2020 and like realizing I, I didn't get to shop anymore. I mean, it's not, it's not fun to online shop. Like I want to touch and feel fabrics. Like it's a hunt and kill for me. And I realized that I was conditioned this way. I was grew up this way. My mom was a shopper and, and she still like to this day does. It's a very genetic for me, very um, learned behavior for me, not genetic. Cause that's the wrong word to use, I guess, but it's a learned behavior. It was my environment. We are products of our environment warriors. So in that, I came out with 2020 and was like, whoa, we're not shopping anymore. I can't do these things. And it was also very much so we talked about this, Doug. It was a therapy for me um, because you and I had a lot of issues. Obviously, we came in out of marriages, brought our baggage into this marriage. And of course, we've known each other, y'all, for like 20. We've known each other since we were like 20s, early 20s. We've known each other, best friends, worked together, were apart for a long time and got back together, friends again, then got married. So that's our little mini story. But 
with that, I was a therapy because you and I fought a lot, had a lot of issues from our baggage, bringing that into our marriage. And so I would go with like, I'm going to go shopping. And it's such a thrill. It's a high to go shopping and get something and purchase. And like for me to buy his remorse, I didn't have that. I was just like happy to have more clothes in my closet. So in that, I still have tags that still hang in there and which can be kind of scary. So I'm, so in January of this year, this realization this oh, well, it started really worry, kind of, uh, coming to my awareness over this past year. And then in towards the end of 2020, when we couldn't shop, um, go to the places. And like you said, um, in that, and so then, uh, we, in January of this year, I did a, what's called the Daniel worry fast. If y'all want to check that out on our podcast, we have sell, have those as well, um, podcasted, but anyway, long story short, I, had asked and challenged my women to uh, deplete themselves of some of our things, worldly possessions, and get rid of one thing a day for the next 10 days, which our fast was for 10 days. And I challenged myself to get rid of 10 things a day. But then when one of my, one of my women upped her auntie, and she said, I'm going to get rid of 50 today. I was like, whoa, nobody's competing with me because I'm a very competitive person. We know this, Doug. And so I literally uh, was over a thousand things I got rid of. And so in that, I'm still on this journey now because I realized and woke up, like we have to wake up to the things of this world. And literally that was me. And now I'm not, I mean, of course, I still enjoy all those things, but I have to now enjoy them in a smaller quantity but, because I'm called for that. Like right. I come into this world with nothing. I'm dying with nothing. I certainly don't want to die tonight. And you all deal with all my stuff. I mean, I, mean, I joke with my girlfriends. I'm like, Hey, you're a size nine. You can have any of my shoes. Okay. You're a size this. You can have any, whatever. I mean, that's a joke. I think my girls can have my clothes, but like literally seriously, like I'm not leaving that burden to you. And it's a burden to you. It's a burden to me. Why am I doing that? And carrying this through. So let me really quick, Doug, before your thought comes, is that I'm going to read this about Luke 12, 22 through 34 for our people teaching about money and possessions. Then turning to the disciples, Jesus said, that is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life, whether you have enough food to eat or enough clothes to wear. For life is more, more than food and your body is more than clothing. Look at the ravens. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns or God feeds them. And you are far more valuable to him than any birds. Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? And if worry can't accomplish a little thing like that, what's the use of worrying over bigger things? Okay, then it skips through 27, 29, and 32, all the way down to 33, which I wanted to skip down to that because y'all can touch in on this. Actually, I, gotta, I, I, I definitely want to read to you um, this last verse because it's good. Sell your possessions and give to those in need. This will store up treasures for you in heaven and the purses of heaven never get old or develop holes. Your treasure will be safe. No thief can steal it and no moth can destroy it. Whatever your treasure is there, the desires of your heart will also be. And that is it. I started thinking last year, Doug, like I started thinking about all the moths that could be like in my clothes. And God gave me very big visuals of that. Like you have way too much stuff. So anyway, that's my side of my version of what we've been doing and working on. And I'm so glad that you and I came together in this and that we're starting to realize like, wow, God is the kingdom happiness, not our possessions and our things. Did I lose you? I think I lost him. Y'all this connection might have, he, he's going to realize it and come back on. So in that we have this wake up call. I asked him, can you hear me? Okay, you're yep. here. Good. Yes, now. Good. Yes. So in January, Doug decided to take his own initiative to do this as well on the fast and get rid of things as well. And he, of course, easily gave, got rid of way more, 10 more things in a day like that, too. He easily got rid of a lot of things, too. And now we're both on this super uh, cool journey to get rid of, like, a lot of our things. And just live not minimalist, but, like, not to put ourselves in any kind of 
category because he and I are never about categories, but um, because we want to live like no one else so we can live like no one else. And we have like, that's our motto. But in that um, we want to live mi- more minimally. Definitely than not. So, a minimalist thanks. theme. What? Theme. It's a min- yes. it's a minimalist theme. In our, I, what we describe like it to be. What we, me, you and God describe it. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm not into labels with food or any of that stuff. So yeah, just downsizing to our own comfort level, which Fortunately, I think we've come to a pretty good agreement on in a pretty good plan. How powerful is that, though, too? Because like three and a half years ago in 2017, I had to have my you're whistling. You're whistling. It's weird. Anyway, in 2017, I had to have my wake up call. Like I told I told my my listeners, they can look through the different podcasts that I came to a fork in the road. And you and I had a really bad altercation in a hotel room that it came to the fork of the road. Well, I was like, I'm going to stay or I'm going to go. Right. And so in those three and a half in that time, God woke me up and said, hey, you need to be the change you wish to see, which I had. I mean, I got on my knees. I cried out to God and I was like, God, I cannot live this life anymore. I'm tired of controlling my life, controlling everything. Um, and so in that God woke me up to this. Shortly after got baptized again, gave my whole life back to God, told you, look, I'm sorry. I'm repenting of everything of my baggage I brought into our marriage. Let's start over. You were like, who is this woman? I don't know who you are. And I was pretty much, I had to prove myself for you these past three and a half years. So then y'all, this is the cool part is it took that long for my husband then to really catch on. And this is what he was sharing with you a little about in the journey about how now he is living and walking the talk and talking the walk because- Hopefully I said that right. And now because he literally like we joked because his name like is Incredible Hawk, but literally he suffers. He suffers. And I can say that because like when you're an alcoholic, you kind of say, oh, I'm an always an alcoholic. But like for this, you can suffer and be healed from this. We believe this for anger. But I don't know if he's 100 percent healed or believes that. So I don't want to like quote him. But he's um, has anger issues. And like we all have baggage and issues. Believe me, I just shared mine was the shopping holic. But in that, he's my incredible hawk. So he would have the sides of that. Like, did you know that um, Bruce was also a scientist, baby? And like, you're that nerd, nerdy scientist too. So I love that 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 Bruce that that was the character of the um, Incredible Hawk. I, I just got I realized that yesterday. Mm, yeah, you great. are a lot of him encompassed. Oh, great! So when you would turn, um, y'all, he wouldn't turn green. His eyes would turn dark brown, and it wasn't even a pretty chocolate brown. It was like a poop brown, ugly black poop brown. When he would get angry, and I'd be like, "Oh, you're turning into the hawk again," <laughs> in my head because if I dare say that in front of him, it would not be good. So in that, Doug, I just want to share like out there with you. And we said we'd be transparent because it's the only way people can see who we really are is transparency. And God speaks of that as well. Like we need to be transparent so that people can learn from our own journeys and lives. Um, and that's how God was. Jesus was transparent and he walked the walk, talked the walk. And so we want to be this as well as much as we can without, obviously we've got our own private issues and, and subjects. We still hold dear to our hearts. We keep private in ourselves. Like, you know, cause that's our marriage. It's between me, you and God kind of like what stays in Vegas, stays in Vegas, but you, me and God have their own little um, thing. But in that, what have you grown like from being in the anger to where you are now with God? Like, tell me about that journey. Well, I'm mean, about I'm- that journey. It, it's a learned behavior too, Mindy, just like, I mean, I, I had a father that had a temper, so I, I grew up seeing that, wow. you know what I mean? So for me, it's just, it's, it, no, I don't know that you're ever cured from things, but I've made just, just changes in myself and reflected on what is making me triggers and just not letting it escalate internally, you know, and growing up as an athlete, I used anger to perform, you know what I mean? So it's something I've learned to tap into and just change that 
that pattern in myself or working on changing it. I mean, I think I've changed it, but I mean, who knows, right? Right. And it's consistency of having spiritual disciplines. So sharing that, that this is going to be a four part series, y'all, because he and I can literally talk for hours on here and it it would be probably too much as one podcast. So we're going to break this down as a spirit, heart, mind, and body, which is what encompasses aware. And so in that, um, we're talking about the spirit today. And so in that, Doug, what are your disciplines, your spiritual disciplines right now, what you do, how do you, how do you walk the walk and talk the walk now with God? Well, like, what are you doing is, right now as far as um, routine? Routine is super important to me. Like I, the way I start my day and handle my day and, you know, starting off in the word and getting right with myself and that kind of thing. And then I think staying on a consistent pattern with you doing marital couples um, studies together every day, not, not every week or not every month, every day. And then surrounding myself with these great guys that come to the men's group. I mean, that just surrounding yourself with people that are we're, that are all broken, just like we are, and sharing experiences and working together with them on some of the things. Like you said, transparency in our men's group, we don't talk about these things outside of it, but we're very transparent in these groups, as probably you are. And just knowing that, I think we all look at everybody else's lives and paint a really pretty picture and see the highlight reels. Everybody has struggles, and doing that together with community has been a real change for me. Instead of trying to, like you had mentioned earlier, we all think we have the power to do things on our own and we really don't. And God is the ultimate power and he wants us in communities and he wants us with people. He doesn't want us having a palace and isolating ourselves with all our material things. I mean, that that's why, you, I mean, that all looks great on the outside and it's flashy, but I don't see that as being happiness. And when I was in that situation, I certainly wasn't happier. Definitely not. Wow. That's really cool. So on your studies that you do, you read the Bible and your favorite way is electronically or, or paper. What, which way do you have? Or I'm trying to both? transfer. Oh, well, I like to listen to it. I, I like to sit in the chair, my massage chair, our massage chair and hit play on the Bible and listen to it. And, but if I'm going to read, oh, and when I, when I do read, I do it strictly. I like paper. I'm trying to transfer over electronically, again, downsizing, because I want all my books gone, all my textbooks. I even got them from college. I mean, why am I dragging around textbooks from college? I, and just for me, if I could start to learn <laughs> to read electronically, then it's there with me. It's one item. Again, I want to downsize to, I'm going to, I think, be more downsized than you personally. But we all, again, it, it's not a contest and it's not. It's, it's just because I us. still like clothes. Well, and it, what, what works for right, us. You like, you like trinkets. I mean, you, you've got trinkets everywhere. I do. You call those trinkets everywhere? I got to minimize those too now. I'll get on yes. that. I'll get on our, that. Our camper's going to weigh, <laughs> our camper's going to weigh 40 tons with all them heart rocks and Wonder Woman figurines. And, oh, uh, Camper yes, figurines. you're right. Oh, yes. Yeah, I mean, listen. Oh, I mean, I'm I guess... have to. I probably will mm -hmm. have to rent something for a while, babe. Like a like a unit, a storage unit, no, and then I'll work on getting rid of things. I I disagree. I think you rent a camera, and you take pictures of it all, and we just get rid of it. Oh, and my memory is the pictures. Yeah, you can look up all those rocks we found all over the place. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so what he's referring to is that I am a collector of rocks and um, heart things. 
And so, so much so that my friends have caught on and they collect now heart things for me. Actually, it's even beyond my friends. Like literally one time someone told me that their grandson was watching one of my video, our videos from Women to Warriors. And it was, of course, me speaking. And he was all excited because I was sharing my heart rocks. And he went out into the driveway and they have a rock driveway and literally found heart rocks and got them to his grandma who brought them to church. And she gave me them from him. Yep, they ended up in our house. With all I the am spreading people. the love, baby. <laughs> I are. am spreading, right, I you do. I'm spread a it on the way home of those from, things, of You course. could have spread the love on the way home by tossing them rocks out the window. <laughs> that's spreading the love. Oh, no, a, a car or something. Nope. No, that'd be horrible. No, but you know what you could have done? Because is you could paint all the hearted rocks with nope. Bible verses or scripture and then drop them off places. Dude, that's what I enough, should do. We don't have enough time left on this planet to do with all the rocks you've hey, got. Hey, we've got and friends that could why paint is it, for us. Why is it you would throw the rocks out that side of the car when you have to throw your gum across my face every time to throw it into the grass? Because that's from the movie. That's from mm. the movie with um, one of my favorite movies was, um, who was that? Sally... Uh, Sally, Billy Crystal and Megan Ryan, Meg Ryan. And remember when they were in the car and she was driving home from college because we'd known each other for so long. So we kind of are that story. And um, he was wanting, she, he was spitting out the window, his grape seeds. And she rolled up the window and he goes to spit it and he spit it out the window. It was so funny. Mm. And so ever since then, I like to spit my gum. If I'm in the driver's seat, y'all, or even the passenger seat, I'll unroll his window and spit it across his window, out the, win out the window. That's just one of my fun things. I could, hey, I want to, I want a water water melon seed spitting contest once babe yeah but you've and lost so your skill that's because what I liked. I, I, your skill sucks uh, half the time your gum ends up back in the car let's be honest <laughs> let's be honest about this i mean i get a little dusted with spittle okay what do you think about my skill of hitting the basket when i can throw something in a basket like do I you think, think i can great. do that better yeah so let's start removing the gum out oh, of your okay. mouth <laughs> into your hand and out your window that would be you don't even want me to have gum in my mouth let's be real honest well you're very aggressive when you he has that y'all he has this habit of what's your ear what's your what's your sound thing you i don't know but, you? but you're very aggressive on the gum chewing let's just put it that way <laughs> you are aggressive in the behavior and i'm aggressive in the gum chewing right right <laughs> Well, anyway, here's my favorite verse from the verses that I read earlier, which came from the book of Luke 12, 22 through 24. And I'm just uh, just uh, transitioning into this because I don't know the next time, babe, we go to counseling. So we might have some issues here after talking on this uh, podcast. Today is a good day. So in counseling. <laughs> All right. So it is my favorite is this, and this is what my transformation moment in 2017, which we have many moments where you obviously want to keep transforming your heart, your spirit, your mind, and your body um, wears in that. And so this is Doug's latest. And so for mine was 2017 and every day you're transforming your heart. But this was my wake up call. When I heard this first, seek the kingdom of God above all else, and he will give you everything you need. And so Doug and I are on this really neat cool spiritual journey together and apart and thankfully now we're on the right train track together i feel like i should ring ring here i'm gonna blow my train whistle because um this is my daddy this is representation of my daddy <laughs> uh, we're on the right, right train track now together fighting um for the kingdom of god and as warriors bold brave and beautiful except for men you're like bold bronze and brave <laughs> 
Um, and in that, thank you for sharing on the spiritual level today, Doug. And I just want to recap some of the things that you said, um, um, that you basically, um, hold accountable yourself to the Bible. Oh, that's, a, is that a sigh? Are you okay? Well, I'm just Are you breathing. okay? Yeah. Oh, that's your breathing. Okay, good. Okay, good. I'm glad to know that you're still there breathing in the, in it. <laughs> but in that, we just want to recap that you basically hold accountable to yourself, the Bible. We um, do a couple study together. We pray together. You also have a tribe, male tribe, where you meet every week. And that's where you have a couple hours where you meet with these men. And you also do projects outside with them. You have live, you really share life with them, live life with these people um, that are more like-minded than not, as well as we have different tribes that we have, a community tribe you and I are a member of. We have a couples tribe. We have several groups that we're a part of together and apart. This this is one I'm exclusively talking about for just men. So these are just ideas for wives. Um, if you want to share this podcast with your husband, that we want to, um, you know, any way we can empower you and encourage you men, uh, wherever you're at, to connect with other like-minded men. Start your own group. And it, it, it doesn't have to be a formality. Like literally when Doug M started his group, he just had a bunch of guys come and they really uh, discussed what they wanted to do and what they, and how they wanted to do it. And they, they literally went from, um, book studies to uh, just scripture studies to now the books of the Bible study. And so they've evolved and changed and worked with, with them, worked in them. So anybody can do that, of course, or, you know, get connected with a church, a local church that is Bible speaking. That's huge for Doug and I, like we've gone through several churches and transitions of churches over the time that we've been married. And we are really about Bible speaking church because this is like, Ooh, it's getting ticky tacky here with the world. And so in with God and this whole um, end times, times the end, all of that. So he and I are really about Bible speaking, um, speaking churches and the truth being spoken out. And that is what is on Doug's heart. And it's been really weighing on him is like he's super convicted in a lot of areas right now um, in like deception rose one of them, like just how we're being led in the world of deception, but of course who runs the world right now, the enemy, the enemy has been free to run the world. However he wants until Jesus comes back and it's us to make the decision of choosing good and evil. And it's up to us to, um, wage this word world with God and what he says in scripture and not jump on these bandwagons. Like, um, like this latest one is about different genders and having you know these all these transgenders and all these things and i'm like hello god made male he made female he uh made us to blend together and if not then we need to make sure that we're living just for god and we're not living in sin lusting um after um a male um if we're not married or vice versa women um and in that either we're married or we're not married but if we're not married then god is our husband and he's our everything being married he's still our everything but god is our but but our husband is our husband and so in that we just want to um just basically just share and men listening hopefully if you're listening to this too like there's so many cool ways that you can connect with other men and of course with the Bible. So he also shared how you can listen to the Bible. So there's great Bible apps for that. There's you version. I'm um, using one now. It's just called um, read scripture and it's not, doesn't get read to you, but it's just an app. So there's many different ways you can connect electronically as well as paper uh, to read your Bible. And so in that, Doug, you're also a journaler. I highly suggest that as well. Writing down things you're grateful for, journalizing your thoughts. You do that electronically. I do that on paper. Um, and just, you know, and just keeping your spirit consistently 
um, elevated and what, and seeking what God has for you in that. What does God have for you? And you also listen to podcasts, which are encouraging. Do you want to suggest any of your spirit led podcasts or people I mean, that you like? Mainly Charlie Kirk. Like any pastors or anything? I like Charlie I'm sorry, Kirk. say it again. And, and David. And that you spell yeah. it K-I-R-K? And, and Greer. Okay, he's a, and J- Greer. J.D. What's Greer. his first name? J.D. Greer. Okay, good. And um, in that, the first one is, he's, he is a, uh, he also speaks, he's a conservative, speaks politically, speaks everything related to the book, uh, the God's book. And it's really accumulation of what we should be doing anyway as as warriors on this earth. So in that, that's two good suggestions. Well, fabulous. Well, Doug, thank you so much for joining us on this part one spirit edition of the spirit, heart, mind, and body being a warrior and convincing a warrior. You're amazing. I love you as a husband. So thanks so much for coming on here and sharing what you could on this about your spirit. All right. Awesome. Well, I'm going to close this out. So thank you, women, warriors and men, warriors, if you got to listen to this, of uh, really just us connecting with you on our spirit, heart, mind and body and how we can just share with you as a couple um, or just as Doug spoke, just being a male gender um, on, on a spirit. And definitely stay tuned for part two, three and four of our heart, mind and body with Doug and I in the future. So warriors, what, what's, what do I say at the very end every time? Stay tuned.